the Sunday Morning Linux Review with Mary Tomich, Tom Lawrence, and Tony Bemis as the Beaver. And this is episode 290 of Fresh Looks Podcast Mashup at Ohio Linux Fest. In this episode, we sat down and recorded uh, in one of the hotel rooms. Uh, you'll hear the voices of Lyle and Taj from URandom, uh, Ahuka from HPR, and 5150 from HPR and the Linux Lugcast. So here we go. We have quite the cast of characters with us tonight, including Taj. What's good, everybody? We have Ahuka. Hello. Tony. This is Tony. We've got 5150. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Sunday morning uh, hacker. (laughs) Radio, you random. (laughs) All the people are here. Yeah. We've got a uh, podcaster round table without the table. And it's more like a a triangle, really. But yeah, but we couldn't have had all the audio set up. That's true. That that would have been more difficult to uh, set up. Taj may have brought half his studio with him. No, <laughs> that's just not happening. This is enough. No, 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 no. I, I no. I mean, I was implying that this was half your studio, but that's not accurate. Not even close. <laughs> I have lots and lots of audio equipment. Well, our, our our past lives do follow us around. Yes. So, how's everyone enjoying the uh, the weekend so far? Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Is this big enough? This yeah, it is. Yeah, you guys can get a little closer, but I can turn it up. It's not that big a deal. Yes, people did not come. Pokey should have come. We're having a heck yeah. of a time. Pokey doesn't fly, unfortunately. That's like his his thing. So he's he's not allowed to be here. Yeah. We kept up the tradition of going to beat ups. BD's, yeah, the Mongolian place, yeah, for sure. (laughs) That was an experience. I'd never had Mongolian barbecue. It's delicious. I mean, it's just a bunch of things I already liked cooked on a round cast iron grill. So, I mean, it was delicious. It was just a style of cooking that I'd never seen. With swords. You forgot the with swords part. You're right, with swords. Which makes everything cooler. Yes. And and tastes better. I don't know about that. (laughs) The cooler part, definitely. (laughs) So, did anybody learn anything, like, super cool yet? I know, I know we did from a production standpoint. We've been picking brains, um, on yeah. how to like improve the workflow for the show. Talked to a gentleman by the name of, I believe it was Josh Plum. Jason. Jason Plum. Thank you. From GitLab on, I, I forget how the conversation came up, but he heard us talking about our uh, current deployment process. And he's like, you can do all of that with GitHub workflows or GitLab workflows much more easily. So guess what I'm going to be working on at some point. Uh, along with like other projects we have going. Yeah. <laughs> we also learned that hotel Wi-Fi is a pain in the ass. Well, hotel Wi-Fi is a pain in the ass if you're trying to spend a, like VMs and run servers on the hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, let, let's keep it in perspective. Okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> Rarely am I ever. All I want is a T1. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> well, what was the talk we were in where, uh, they were talking about like they have T, they run the railroad runs data transmissions through the rail lines at T1 speed. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how do I hack that? (laughs) Where do I have to tap into the rail line to get that? Um, Must have been the the only talk you went to without me because I don't remember. It was the uh, homebrew, I think. No, because I was in the homebrew one. Maybe it was the Raspberry Pi. It must have been the Raspberry Pi one because I was was busy in a Vim talk. 
Yeah. That I really wanted to crash, but then we, I found out that rail lines have T1 speed, so I, I guess it was worth it. So the, the trains move at T1 speeds, or <laughs> that would not happen. Uh, well, it was cool because he was talking about like they can actually track the impedance of the track to figure out where it's severed. Like by just checking that, I was like, that's so simple and so brilliant that well, most good ideas are. The, the, the trains themselves communicate through the wheels, through the train, the rails all the way back to the station. And then that's how they know, you know, where the trains are at anytime they're going throughout, you know, and changing the, the rail like lines and, and whatnot. Are we getting Tony? Yeah. Okay. I'm like pushing I- the side of the mic here. <laughs> they're dynamic mics. You can, they don't work very well from over here, but that's okay. We'll, we'll sorry about that. Talk into the mic, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Talk into the mic. Yeah, you can move it. It's I fine. I think if we, then whoever's going to talk can just walk up to it. There we go. Well, at that, there we go. At that point, you, you kind of all are almost into the cone. In the, yeah, so it, it should pick you guys up pretty well. All right. If not, I'll just boost you like to insane levels, and it, it'll, it'll work. I'm, I will fix it in post this yeah. time. I promise. I, oh, I think that this is a special enough case that there's going to be some post to fix. Yeah, live recordings are always a little trickier to uh, manage. It's not as simple as. Cut the beginning off, cut the end off, call it good. Find a good joke. Compress it, and yeah, find a good joke, put it at the beginning. Send Done. It out. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know, with the three of us over here, I have a sudden urge to do harmony and dance. I was, was going to say, we look like a really strange 70s bluegrass band. Or <laughs> here. I, I think this is a you random exclusive. <laughs> We've got... I'm I'm kind of scared of what that sounds like, but I'm still vaguely curious <laughs> as to what. Uh, you don't want to know. Just like you said, people don't want to see your face. Nobody wants to hear me sing. So. No, yeah, I, they probably don't want to hear me sing either. So <laughs> you're, you're not alone in that count. So yeah, that's that's cool stuff I learned so far. I went to a couple talks that were interesting. We went to the uh, Lazy Sysadmin talk which was awesome because the guy didn't even show up he was like teleconferencing in and i'm like this is exactly what it says on the 10 like, this guy didn't even show up it's amazing uh so that was fun that was fun then we did the get one today which was kind of like how to how to get how to set up GitLab. yeah and i mean it, i guess i already knew it all but well and it was super funny because the guy from GitLab was not the one giving that talk. And he was answering all he the was questions. Answering all of the questions. <laughs> the guy giving the talk didn't actually know. I mean, he did a good job doing the talk. It was Yeah, just, I mean, it so, was the thing he was there to talk about, he did a good job of, but someone had a question of how do I do this and he would kind of huh, 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 and he was like, you do this and this and this. <laughs> and he finally towards the end he's like, "Oh, you actually work for GitLab. That's why, that's why you know all the answers to this." So, so that I was walked fun. in halfway through that that presentation. Was he actually showing like a self-hosted Yes. Uh, yeah, I think he set it up in one of the cloud hosting services, but he had already done the install prior to, hmm. okay. and just did a what did he call it? ASCII Cinema. Yeah, which was kind of cool. I'd never like, seen that before. I, I want that. I'm going to be using that for something. It's like a YouTube where you can do command line things, but in the video you can reach up and like copy and paste lines from the video. So it's like I don't know how they're doing it, but it's kind of interesting. So like if somebody runs a command, you know. What was it? It was like curl this and then pseudo bash it and like everybody face palmed in the room. <laughs> like, you should totally do that. So you could just do that from the video, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Well, he was just being helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I had one, I think it was last year or the year before. 
some guy just thought he knew more than the speaker and kept interrupting. And I finally turned around and said, shut up. At a Linux conference? Somebody thinks they know something more than somebody else? Surely not. That's not a thing that happens. No. If not you're a- that smart, go do your own talk. Yeah. Well, obviously, social graces might not be their strong suit. <laughs> Speaking of which, there wasn't a uh, a uh, Kevin O'Brien like security talk this year. I'm kind of backing away from a lot of that because I'm getting older and I'm getting tired of doing stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't get out to Linux users groups as much. Only get to a couple of... Uh, like Ohio Linux Fest and PenguinCon are about the two things that I get to every year. Uh, and then record stuff for Hacker Public Radio. And it seems like that's enough. Speaking of which, your uh, recent like health Hacker Public Radio things have been like 100% awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's been... Uh, it's actually going somewhere. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> the next one is going to be how I'm actually not dying. Okay, not dying and is good. Why I'm not dying? That, that's that's a positive. Yeah. So and and I just want to say that your your episode on diabetes, I have a family history of it, but and that wasn't enough to kick me in the ass to get things going. But your episode was, so thank oh, you cool. very much. Cool, great. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And, you know, three generations of family history, not enough to get me to move. Hacker <laughs> <laughs> Public Radio, enough to get me to do something. You know, it, whatever it takes. Yeah. That's, uh, so I think we need to tell Ken he needs to have like bumper stickers made, like Hacker Public Radio saves lives. <laughs> That's just it's official now. And, you know, he might. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Or, or else he'd tell Dave to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave would write a script to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I've got about four more that are uploaded. Oh wow! But I space them out, so yeah. You're much better at producing hacker public radio than we are. We have tons of ideas. We just don't execution. Yeah, execution's a problem. Yeah. Well, uh, outside of the conference, I got to see my first green uh, green scooters this this week. I've yet to see one set on fire, so maybe we saw one in two pieces that was laying on the sidewalk. That I guess somebody just like Hulk smashed. <laughs> it was just laying there. So you say green scooters, but they're actually white, right? Is that the ones you're talking about? No, uh, the, the road. Yeah. Well, black with green it, accents, I think, is uh, the ones I've been seeing. I think they're called birds or something bird related. Well, they're they're the bird one because we've got the bird ones in Louisville. Um, they look different though; they're not the same as the ones here. I don't know what the brand name is, but it's the same idea, I think. Oh, I've never seen them. Are they like you rent them and you ride around with them, or? And then you leave them literally anywhere. Yeah, you just drop it wherever you stop. Really? It, it's kind of a it's it's not thought out process. <laughs> it is it is super convenient, which is the thing that they're selling it on. But I have the feeling that it leads people to be less than socially responsible with them. Yeah. Well, when you you've already got a like secondary market of people finding them and bringing them back to get paid. Well, not even a secondary market. That's part of their business plan. Is they don't you know have employees to gather them. They just like ad hoc pay people like a dollar a piece to go find them mm. and then I, I read in a whole article about this it was you know they start out as not very much and then the longer a scooter is missing and hasn't checked in the more you get paid to return it so why would i not just go out and collect them and keep mm. them for three months and then yeah. take them back <laughs> that seems like the easiest hack ever yes it does and i am pretty sure that the person who wrote the article made that point <laughs> good it's a point that should have been made it is a fairly obvious one. 
<laughs> as far as social responsibility, yeah, I was out walking on the sidewalk last night in the in the rain, and you see like three headlights coming at you <laughs> down Ooh. the sidewalk. But no, that they haven't really had any near misses or whatever. But I can I can see why that may be a concern for yeah some some people and some municipalities, but. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not super mobile. Like, if you're, you know, trying to get down the sidewalk and these, you know, these kids are running towards you with these scooters, like, that may be a problem. I am sorry, Taj. I will stay off your lawn. (laughs) Yes, this is a thing that happens occasionally. As in occasionally, like, all the time. What, people stay off your lawn? Well, I yell at them to stay off my lawn. Actually, there's nobody in, on my lawn ever, except for horses, which are dumb. <laughs> we, we have, We've had this conversation. We have absolutely covered your feeling about your horses. Yes, they're dumb. <laughs> I told you last night what the solution is. I, I don't <laughs> think that's going to go over well. <laughs> I mean, I would pretend that I cared, <laughs> but I think other people might actually care. The answer is the French have a really good solution for what to do with excess horses. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Since uh, Todd is the only one in his house that eats meat, he would be eating horse for like the next eight months. Like 12 years? <laughs> but then I would at least have an excuse. Like, they're, I'm, no, no, I have to eat it. It's going to go bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bought a freezer just for this horse. <laughs> that would not go over well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that that sound I hear is your wife rolling her eyes. All the way back in Indiana. You're, yes. And she hasn't even heard you say that. She just knows that you said something. Well, she'll, ne- she'll never know because like, she's never listening to this. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Yeah. Well, definitely. And we're just here to get you guys angry letters. Well. Or emails. We haven't really ever gotten an angry. I can't think of anything where. I think the angriest we got was Lost in Bronx. It was like, why aren't you posting Google Plus? And I kind of wish I had gotten that about three weeks later because then I would have had a good reason. Yeah. It's like, well, because there is no Google Plus. <laughs> well, or like our fights about Canon with him, but that's, you know, a thing. And then, then he just like passive aggressively doesn't mention us in his audio diaries, but that's probably about us anyway. That's okay. I, we, I still love you, Lost in Bronx. Yeah. You're, you're still my homie. Yeah. I've been reading his excerpts from the new book. Yeah. Oh, They're so good. Yes. And it's like a first draft, and I'm like, Ugh. It's a first draft that he has been like, uh, it's just a first draft. I don't even really like it that much. And then I read it, and I'm like, you don't you, you don't like this? This is exactly the story that I want more of. Here, take my dollars. Yeah. Make this book. <laughs> I mean, he, I, he's already getting my dollars, but well, yeah, like, I would like to give him more. The first time I got one of those excerpts, I'm like, I'm not giving you enough dollars, and turn the dial on. <laughs> nice. I think that's the point. Like, that's why, <laughs> why you should do that. But yeah, the whole Patreon thing, that's, that's an interesting, like, like, like share, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Cause that's what it, <laughs> like, it works just fine if you just press it. You don't have to smash it. I don't know why that's a thing. That's kind of how Andy Weir got started. Yeah. Right. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. You're not, yeah. It, it, that's a thing, but. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, like, especially since I went to music school and it's, you learn about like the old patronage model and how that worked and, you know, how it did work and how it didn't work. And it's like, we've, we've slowly come back around to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure that's for the best, but it's a thing. Like, at least people are getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what to talk about besides food. Like, Why? I don't know. We had yak burgers today. <laughs> that was, was awesome. I was today years old when I learned that yak is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> today years old. Yeah, I was I was like, that's a thing I've never eaten. <laughs> Put that animal on a burger. Let me have it. Where do you find yak burgers? Uh, at North Market, North actually. Market. Uh, what was the place called? It was. Um, it was right across from the Vietnamese place, like Yard Street something. I, I, I want to say, but yeah, they they had a couple like game meat things, but they had a yak burger on special, and I was like. like well, there was a bison burger on the menu, and I was a little iffy about whether I wanted to go with bison or look for something a little more interesting. And then Taj Benson mentions yak burger, and I'm like, yak burger? I am having a yak burger. Yeah. And it was a good decision. It was, it was well, because I've never been like any... Chicken. No. No, it tastes like yak. I mean, come on. <laughs> Tony. Like, I, I've never been anywhere that even offered me yak. Like, I've been places where I could get bison. I think I can get bison in the grocery store. But I've never been somewhere that's like yak as as a thing that I could eat, and so I had to I had to do that. It was it was worth the experimentation. It was, mm-hmm. it was a good deal. Go back and do that. That sounds good. It, it, it really was. was. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like beef, but it, it was. A it's it's kind of pungent. Is the word? Well, it's kind of like where bison doesn't have a lot of fat in it, so mm-hmm. it it kind of like lacks a little bit there. This felt like it was almost a little more fatty mm-hmm. as far as the meat was, so it was pretty good. Probably not good for me at all, like in any way, but it was delicious. Well, at lunch, we were discussing whether Tony ate cat in, in China. Yes. He, uh, he thinks he does, didn't, but. No, I was told it was not, the barbecue place I went to was not chicken. It was not uh, cat. Uh, <laughs> but if I got further out into the city, then it probably would be. Yeah. Here's, I mean, here's if the you hint. hear him in the kitchen saying, Mao, Mao, because it's <laughs> cat, then. Which is always, it's like one of my favorite Mandarin words, is Mao, because it's yeah. like, it sounds like cat. <laughs> Here's a hint, Tony. They lied. <laughs> that well, was totally cat. Change your perspective. If you were Chinese, you'd wonder why is it these crazy Westerners make pets out of meat? <laughs> <laughs> They're wasting a perfectly good revenue stream. <laughs> you know that? I mean that it helps deal with the the pet overpopulation problem. It deals with food shortages all in one go. It's like a very like um uh. Oh, what's the Gulliver's Travels guy? Uh, Jonathan Swift. Jonathan Swift, the modest proposal. Modest it's proposal like, right? we should just eat the babies. That's oh, the- <laughs> oh, really? Just pointing out, well, I am of Irish ancestry. Nice. And that's who he was. Right- I always thought that, that was like class A trolling. <laughs> like that's- well, oh, yeah. I have. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I've, I, I've heard other stories and of course it's too far back for any written record but i had heard the theory that's how humans originally domesticated wolves is because they would just throw the scraps you know and the dogs dogs would uh follow them around and then you know when when food ran out they'd club the dog well that's unfortunate but <laughs> it's kind of like early fishing for dogs <laughs> like do you call it i don't know like is it dogging at that point i don't know what do you call that or for something more recent take a look at the antarctic expeditions i'm confused <laughs> oh they would start with animals pulling everything and then as they started oh. out of food <laughs> they're like, like okay lassie you've been good but well, i have to actually still you know do it that way i mean that's that's not something that's no longer a thing because your sled would get lighter as you, you know, consumed your uh, your supplies, and then you didn't need the dogs as many dogs, and you would eat the sickly ones. Well, I mean, it's and just a waste to carry them back, so we might as yeah. well. But you know, you take two wagons full of things, 
by the time you finished all the food in the first wagon, you burn the wagon, eat the cow pulling it, and then you're down to one wagon. I mean, the logic is sound, <laughs> at least. <laughs> this is this is going to be the one where people years from now will come back to you. Remember the one where you talked about eating all your pets? <laughs> <laughs> that one random like point episode, like the point five episode, where you just talked about food the whole time. <laughs> I mean, that is a huge part of, like, the OLL. It's like hallway track and where are we going to lunch? Yeah. And the answer for lunch is always North Market. Yes. But, um, so, like, if you've never been to OLF and you come, like, you're going to lunch. Hallway track Market. and North Market. Yeah, for sure. Also, Momo is delicious. I'd never had Momo. Momo is always legit. So, so now I have to ask, did you get your burger without the bun? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that on the way there, that, that, uh, there's there's a moratorium on Lyle's diet this weekend, and then <laughs> he goes back Monday. It's back to salad and water on Monday. <laughs> no, I really like my salads. It, chicken Caesar, chicken Caesar salad. It it's like probably forty percent of my diet at this point. Yeah, um, I I went down to Subway and got a salad. It, for me, the reason I've been as successful as I have been and hope to continue to be at losing weight and feeling better is. You know, eating well most of the time and then occasionally giving myself permission to not because it's all of the food I grew up eating. I'm not just going to say, I, okay, I can never have that again because I would just fall off of that wagon so fast. Right. But by saying, okay, here is a thing that you used to have all of the time and now you yeah. just need to not have it all of the time and just have it a little bit of it occasionally. I can do that. And salad being delicious doesn't hurt. Yeah. Right. As, as long as you're one of those people that like, says I like salad because I just like to drown it in salad dressing. I'm I'm working on it. I'm I'm, back- <laughs> I'm, I, I'm backing off the amount of Caesar dressing I put on my salad. It's it's a, it's a process. At least it's not range. Down to a half pint now. <laughs> like you're one of those people. It's either uh, the dressing or the cheese. You know, too much of one or the other makes it good. What, what do you mean or? <laughs> <laughs> that that is the wrong conditional. <laughs> I believe this is only an ant situation. <laughs> no, feta cheese. Feta cheese. That's where it's at. Feta cheese is delicious. Mm-hmm. It really is. On weird things, too. Like, things you wouldn't think about putting cheese on. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about... I'm trying to think of something I wouldn't think of putting cheese on. Uh, fair enough. Like, <laughs> like my mom makes this asparagus with feta cheese. And I, w- I would have never thought to put feta cheese on asparagus, but it's legit. It's super I thought tasty. it was Parmesan, but I can see feta working there. Yeah, it's really good. Actually, the best feta my wife and I ever had was in a restaurant in Amsterdam. It's right on the Amstel River. And mm. We've been trying to find something like that ever since. Yeah, Never just quite. not. Yeah. yeah. Trying to think. We, uh, we're, we're, we're already kind of trying to plan next year. Yeah. I think if we were like, what would we do better? Uh, I, I feel like I'm damaged because that's always how my brain works. Like, I am having so much fun. How do I make sure the next time is even better? <laughs> Before I'm even done having fun. Well, first of all, make sure your uh, your X server will pipe out through oh. DisplayPort. That would yeah, be. Well, I, I mean, I could have started working that before Wednesday night, but I didn't. Yeah, well, things. <laughs> we made some headway. We got some of the Docker stuff at least running. Of course, we had to install a desktop environment to do it, but whatever. It yeah, doesn't matter. Well, all the configs will carry over, and then I'll just burn that VM to the ground. Yeah, as it should be. <laughs> so, yeah, I think next year we're talking about doing something we did a couple of years ago where we try to get a podcast table 
Um, that way it kind of gives us a central place to hang out and promote stuff because there's so much of us like Linuxy podcasts mm-hmm. that, well, we're Linuxy, it, but a lot of others are just Linux. Like <laughs> Tony, for example, it's we, in the name. <laughs> we are, we are very much Linux adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> Linux plus is what I'm going to call it. That's, that's so fair. 50, didn't you have one like two years ago? Yeah. Uh, was it two or three? No. It was two. Two? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, Oh, we started bouncing around whether Tilts was going to have a table and wasn't going to be enough pe- people from Tilts. I think Joel was the only one. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Podnuts guys started, to, you know, uh, it was the last time I think that uh, uh, Door was able to make it. But, the, you know, there were about two or, th- well, there's three or four Podnuts people. We thought, you know, the old days, everybody had a separate table. Mm-hmm. Back before my time, but you know, thought and they said, you know, wouldn't be enough trouble. Fat is somebody wants to go do something. There's not enough people to you know have somebody on the table all the time. And then we brainstormed. Well, let's just like I think it may have been my idea, but let's just do one table for all the podcasts. And the thing we learned is that no, nobody who comes here knows any any podcasts outside of Jupiter Networking or, or yeah, uh, for sure. <clears throat> Or if they do, it's it's very, it's us. Like it's people, it's everybody who knows each other that knows. Uh, yeah, exactly. sort of like the HPR branched off things. Um, the HPR family tree. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, the table helps organize that things mm-hmm. a lot. I feel like we were there, and it's it's it sucks the door couldn't bring his people or him him and his people. But uh, you know, we we can still do it without him. I, I mean, I still from two years ago have the HPR like booth kit in my basement. Sorry, Ken. Because <laughs> I know you'll listen to this, but well, and, it's in know, my basement. And you know, you random only exists because you know I went and hung out with Pokey at the HPR table at the last Northeast Linux Fest. It's our genesis. Yeah, I blame NY Bill. Well, th- that's just in general. You should just do that for everything. I mean, yes, but he's the one who he's the one who <laughs> you know introduced me to Pokey and yeah, and then HPR Audio Book Club and and just that, and, and now you're all stuck downhill. With, from and now there. you're all stuck with this. Yeah, we're not going away. HPR audio what? I'm not familiar. Uh, you can <laughs> you can once again blame Pokey because we got to the point where he's the only one with the copy now. So as soon as he gives me the next one, then we're good from there on out. I think. Is it just one more that we're blocked on? There's two, but the the other one that we that he has the only copy is the very last one we recorded. It was the uh, the Sigler uh, Galactic Football. Was that the last one we did? That's the last one we recorded. We we picked one, and I li- I think I listened to it, and it wasn't very good. Yeah, that's for the, I, I for think, the next think, one, and we I never think we did picked it. one, and we all hated it. We were like, "Ugh, this is not." And good. then and then other stuff changed, and it kind of all fell through. So Pokey is book blocking HPR. Yes, yes. That that I I want to, I'm. I'm terming, uh, or I'm taking that phrase now. It's mine. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Book blocking. <laughs> You're such a book blocker, Pokey. This is what you get for not coming. You can't defend yourself. <laughs> it's okay. We're not saying anything we wouldn't say if he was standing right here. That is 100% well, I true. I remember when you know, it was announced that you were going to do Triplanetary. We were talking about this before the podcast started. I'm mm-hmm. a huge Doc Smith fan. And I thought, oh, great. I'm really looking forward to this. And then years go by. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's well a pre- that was a great idea. Well, here's a preview. We really liked it. <laughs> Has it, has that one even aired? I don't think it so. It has. Oh, it has okay, finally. Yeah. Okay. It did. I yes. thought we finally got past that one. Okay. Like, I don't think this is how far back we are. 
the Nathan Lowell episode that we did of like the actual uh Trader's Tales? Yeah. We haven't got to that yet. Oh my gosh. I that that's astounding because Yeah, I know, right? I heart Nathan Lowell. Yeah. Well that was like my introduction and I mainlined all of his books in like a week and a half. It was crazy. Y- yes. You and me both. Yeah. And now I've got him followed on Amazon. It like I get a notification that says Nathan Lowell has a new book and it's just the Insta-buy. button. The button should just say shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> And they will. <laughs> like, they, will and, they will gladly take your money. And I will gladly give it to them if it is some of it goes to him and I can continue to get. Yeah. The only, the only bad thing. Solar that, Clipper books. Yeah. The only bad thing about that deal is the lack of them letting him do the audiobooks. Yeah. Like I'm not interested in anybody else reading those books. Thankfully, I can just read the book myself. That's, yes. That's okay. That'll, that'll work. It, mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so what else? What else do we want to talk about? Are we good? Like this is this is our check in, so everybody knows that we came and we're alive. Anybody want to plug their stuff while we're here? Please do. Yeah, Tony, that's your cue. All right. So, uh, in case you guys, uh, on ran- you random uh, listeners, you don't know me. I'm Tony from the Sunday Morning <laughs> Linux Review, uh, and I'm one of four, almost five hosts now. Uh, and everybody else couldn't come. So almost five hosts. Yeah, we got one guy starting to come, he, a normal guy. His name's uh, Jay LaCroix. He he wrote the Mastering uh, Ubuntu Server. Okay. Book. Oh. So he's got some cred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, so check us out at smlr.us. And then uh, actually one of our listeners, uh, Goran, is here. Uh, so he's sitting back lo- looking or list- watching, listening. at uh, Taking pictures. Of, yeah, taking pictures of the production of the show so we'll have cool. to confiscate his phone before he leaves <laughs> this this is top secret be charging us for the negatives later yeah <laughs> once again this is like that dead man switch <laughs> okay 5150 you can hear me most regularly uh twice a month uh on uh, linuxbloodcast.com and uh that's a that's an open podcast if it, you know, anybody wants to set up mumble can jump in the room and uh, we record at 9 p.m. on the first and third Fridays of every month. So, you know, please, please do. I mean, we we have we have regular people, but I, we would lo- really like to have other opinions and people jump in. So, oh, you want opinions? I have those <laughs> <laughs> an abundance. And I will say, just as as an aside. Um, if you're in the same situation as me, which I, I don't know, you may be, um, their aug feed is currently broken and we, we were looking at that this weekend. I think they're going to try to get it fixed, but if you stopped at episode hundred, you are now officially 11 episodes behind like I am. So, uh, that just gives you something to listen to on your drive home, Tosh. Yeah, I already had things, but oh, okay. more things is not a bad situation to find yourself in. No. So, uh, yeah, just switch the MP3 feed for now and then you, you will get those. So public service announcement. Anybody else want to plug anything over here? Well, I'm going to use my usual tagline. This is a hookah signing off from Hacker Public Radio, reminding everyone to support free software. Indeed. So um, is this the end? I think that was. Okay. (laughs) What do I do with my hands? What do you do with your hands normally? (laughs) I have them on a keyboard. Never mind. I don't want to know. (laughs) Stop. Do not go forward. You've been listening to the Sunday Morning Linux Review. If you would like more information about this or other shows, 
go to smlr.us. Feel free to send comments to show at smlr.us or give us a call at 734-258-7009. I'm John Miller. If you don't like it, you can bite my 8-bit metal ass. That's bite with a Y. <laughs> This recording. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. Now we have two streams of evidence for anything we do. <laughs> well, just, just just don't cross those streams. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> something happens to me. Tony's my dead man switch. <laughs> he's, he's got the evidence. <laughs>